And so I think that for sports, it's like this, uh, still this, you know, it's, it's a growing landscape. So there's so many creatives and so many people that are in Web2 that's doing dope stuff in sports, in basketball, in lifestyle, in fashion. A lot of athletes are crossing over, becoming fashion models, creating fashion lines, collaborating that way. Athletes are selling TV shows and producing. So all of that has yet to be NFT'd, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So once we're able to, you know, bring all of that into, you know, this Web3 experience, I think sports is going to be the leading dictator and the ultimate collaborator because our space already has built-in utility. You can go, you can play, you can watch, you can coach, you can produce. So there's all these multiples all these different ways that, you know, you cannot inject your way into the game. Welcome to the NFT Now podcast. Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. I'm Alejandro Navia. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture. Welcome to the show. Sam, how are we doing today? Dude, <laughs> tired. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. NFT NYC, man. Been a week. Lots of exciting things. We're pushing through. Amazing podcast. How are you, man? I'm great, man. You know, just surviving one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One day at a time. Still here. But who do we have on for the podcast? Today, we have a very special guest. NBA all-star, Baron Davis. Super storied career in the NBA. And then also throughout his entire career, he's always been at the forefront uh, media, entertainment, his investments. And it's no surprise that he's been doing really amazing things in the Web3 community. He has a, a really awesome community project called More Than Us that creates tons of resources, works on different NFT projects that he dives into deep. Also has his own project, The Oatmeals, where he really peels back in our conversation some of the curtains and some of the vision surrounding that project. I really enjoyed speaking with him. I almost stood out to you. Yeah, no, I just love the way he's thinking about the community, how active he is in terms of all of these different projects and really just trying to bring more people into the space the right way. He's always been a, a really savvy investor. I love learning about his investment thesis and you know making sure like how he evaluates companies, how he evaluates founders and projects that he wants to work with. Just a super genuine guy and uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Before we dive in, two quick things. One, if you haven't already, definitely be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube putting out tons of different mini documentaries, behind the drop videos, youtube.com slash NFT now. Then also a big shout out to Spring Studios recording live IRL in NYC, switching things up from Zoom. But without any further ado, let's get into this week's episode, Baron Davis. Baron, what's happening, man? Welcome to the podcast. Fire, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, no, grateful to have you here, man. How's your uh, NFT NYC week been so far? You know, it's... uh... It's been a little crazy. It's like, you know, you want to go to stuff, you want to go to everything, but it's just like so much going on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Stop. You got like eight <laughs> fast, you got Moonbirds doing something, you got uh, Avalanche through a party, you got, uh, you know, more than us, we throwing mixers and parties. Uh, ours was cracking, we was that sweet chick. Wouldn't uh, expect anything less. You know, it, was, it was a good group, good vibes. But it's, you know, it's a lot of great energy, a lot of great people around. And so, uh, you know, our job is to really like connect the dots, you know, uh, for more than us. It's like to be that cultural epicenter, right? That anytime, you know, stuff is popping, 
you know, or at, at these conferences and events, people actually get a place and feel like a space where, you know, it's like family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so when you're walking in the door and it's a MTU, a more than us event, right? Everybody feel welcome. Everybody is engaging and it's not like there are no hosts or nothing like that. You know, mm-hmm. people just like getting down, meeting people, connecting, and, you know, we're always welcoming, you know, more and more, you know, incredible minds and people in the space, you know, and into our ecosystem. I'd love for you just to even dive a little bit deeper. I mean, more than us, incredible projects. Um, can you, like, set the stage? What exactly is it? What is the mission and vision behind this? Yeah, so, uh, you know, just thinking about Web3 and, you know, thinking about community, thinking about utility and always going back and forth what is what is important. And so more than us, it became, it started out as a think tank, a bunch of people who had different projects and, you know, had different skill sets, developers, web designers, uh, meta architects, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and a couple people, creative storytellers. And so we start thinking about like, how can we define, you know, this opportunity to sit together and think and like actually map out, you know, a real, uh, process of how to manufacture nfts with the community and you know build like real tangible utilities right right? and so the concept of more than us came about because we all kind of like work on each other's project in this factory type of uh, space and so we really just was like how can we be together and do this more often how can we help more people you know come into web3 how can we help brands you know, uh, get a head start and not just thinking NFTs, but thinking about, you know, environment building, uh, you know, digital assets, digital collectibles, but more so the tech stack behind that too. You know, it's like what kind of protocol, you know, researching the protocols, researching the technology that's been built on the blockchain and also understanding what was built in Web2 you know, to figure out what the difference is. So more than us, it's like we we came together and we were like, all right, who's projects first, who's next? And we kind of treat ourselves like this cool, you know, studio that, you know, every month there's a new project, right? Uh, And then, you know, we do mixers and dinners and, you know, it's kind of just bringing people in, you know, in and across this bridge, right? Yeah. Building this bridge, which I think is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And then being in- inclusive, you know, thinking about, you know, women's role and their responsibility and the opportunity and the access and saying like, how do, you know, the women co-founders and more than us get a huge win and how can we surround them with the right ecosystem of people so they can lead the way? You know, um, you know, we're looking at uh, one of our uh, co-founders um, is starting the uh, Premier Skate Association, which is a new skateboard league. And so, you know, how do we support that? Like, what's the right chain? What's the right ecosystem for that? Our founder, co-founder, Flip, the meta architect, he's building out what we call a rehydrate, which is like a, a self-sustaining single player metaverse that deals with like healing and yoga and therapy and, you know, just kind of a place that you can go to detach, right, from all the games and just, you know, the net and the web yeah. and like have your own kind of island where you can go and meditate and, you know, just kind of like cleanse yourself, you know what I mean? And be in like an empty space. So, you know, and then my project, uh, History of the Game, you know, and looking at how do we take basketball, right? Sports, lifestyle, fashion, music, all of this is in one culture, right? 
And when we look at basketball, you know, I'm I'm a big champion of the lifestyle, the storytelling around it, not just the game. Mm-hmm. And so we want to build, we're building a museum called History of the Game, where we'll be able to access players. Players will be able to access the museum, induct each other, tell each other That's stories, true. tell stories together, collaborate with other NFT, you know, companies out there that are, you know, making basketball NFTs. You know, it's so, it's so many fans that we really want to be able to like build a museum now, right? So in the future years ahead, like it just continues to like, you know, recalibrate and like fill itself up with these new stories and these new legends uh, that are going to be inducted. So, you know, our goal was like together we can win. If we move together, we'll win, right? When we go to these conferences and we all meet together and hang out together, people will see us. And so therefore, like the minority, you know, won't look like the minority at these conferences anymore. Like, and you'll be able to identify us, right? Because we over here partying, doing dope stuff, uh, connecting, you know what I mean? And 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 we're visible, you know what I mean? We're 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 you know, we're not loud. We just, you know, we make noise, you know, mm-hmm. and we pretty much just humble and welcoming to all people, all races, all creeds, you know, because the goal is like, how do we build a, you know, an inclusive community of us, of people who are like-minded and thinkers together. So, you know, more than us, that's how I came about. And now we just putting all the projects on the shelf, put all the development tools and and, and play matchmaker. I love that. I love that. You know, one of the things that's so inspiring about NFTs is the way that it creates this new bond between a creator or or a figure, public figure, and and their community, right? Um, And I think it unlocks different levels of fandom. And so I'm curious to hear. You know, you've been obviously a a big advocate for this technology in the sports space, uh, and I'd love to hear your thoughts about how. Uh, NFTs kind of change the game for athletes and and their fans, and what the impact will be um, going forward as as we reach more mainstream adoption. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. By the way, um, you know, I think being in this space, we saw uh, the first movers in Top Shot. Shout out to Top Shot Dapper Labs. You know, and what they did was like take the take the idea of a card and bringing a, a card into a digital space and bringing it to life with a highlight clip. So that was dope. And then autographs start moving in the space. Oh, you can sign the card and get a personalized card, you know, from your you know favorite celebrity. And it was like taking this idea, the Topps card, and the autographs that we were signing, you would get and digitizing that. And I think for them, it's like they kind of pioneered the space. And it, and, and it's a few others out there, you know, a couple other projects, uh, Bali's, uh, NFT Genies, I mean, NFT Genius. Uh, but the uh, the ballers NFT, the ballies, they just uh, they dropped on crypto.com. And it's just like, you know, and now you got the sneaker culture. You know what I mean? Everybody is in the sneakers. And so I think that for sports, it's like this uh, still this naked landscape. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like Top Shot got a corner. You know what I mean? And the Dapper ecosystem, they got a corner, but it's a big landscape. You know what I mean? And so how do we, you know, it's it's a growing landscape. So there's so many creatives and so many people that are in Web2 that's doing dope stuff in sports, in basketball, in lifestyle, in fashion. A lot of athletes are crossing over, becoming fashion models, creating fashion lines, collaborating that way. Athletes are selling TV shows and producing. 
athletes are now going in the middle of their career, signing deals with ESPN, things like that, creating their own podcast. So all of that has yet to be NFT'd, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So once we're able to, you know, bring all of that into, you know, this Web3 experience, I think sports is gonna be the leader, the leading dictator and the ultimate collaborator because, you know, our space already has built-in utility. You can go, you can play, you can watch, you can coach, you can produce, you know what I mean? So there's all these multiples, all these different ways that, you know, you cannot inject your way into the game. And so the way we think about it as MTU, like we're going to start, you know, putting on, you know, uh, what we call slick games at these conferences where it's like little three on three tournaments, flag football, cornhole, just bringing out, you know, a, a kind of fun amateur uh, professional landscape of sports and gaming. So when people start coming to these events, they actually have, you know, uh, use cases for a lot of these protocols and a lot of these tokens. Now they can partner with Slick and then you can actually use it, you know, at our events, you know, or use it in our content with some of our, uh, you know, influencers and, and, and content creators uh, in our network. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fascinating. And I think that uh, excited to see which different use cases really start to kind of take over and really start to just bring on the average fan. Because right now there's still very much is like, uh, I mean, Dapper did that really well. They made it so easy for people to actually purchase NFTs. And it's crazy because even a lot of the other like leading platforms outside of that realm today still haven't necessarily cracked the code as well as Dapper did with Top Shot more than a year ago now. Um, so you've always been very active in media, entertainment, investing throughout your entire career. Like what stands out? What excites you about like Web3 and NFTs in general? Obviously this disruptive technology. Yeah, I think just for me, like all my talents kind of come into this synergistic place. Like I can use my investment eye to look at certain things and, you know, uh, see how it fits in a greater ecosystem because it's early. I can use my marketing you know, to say, all right, who does this appeal to? Who can I connect the dots? Who can I help find to be a part of this project? Uh, I was, my creativity and just being a creative, like I just get to go in a lab, you know what I mean? And just create, you know what I mean? Create, create, create. Um, and then I would say the fourth thing, just from like uh, like a biz dev strategy is like it, it's a way to help people figure out who, when, what, where, when do you go, when do you stop, you know, just kind of navigate, you know, kind of like this naked landscape and like, don't go over there. You know, if there's a corner over here, let's go build out the corner. Don't go paint all the way in the other corner, you know what I mean? And so building that connective tissue, you know, and more than us being that connective tissue through our events, you know, through our uh, dinners, things like that. I think that this whole greater community of sports and lifestyle, like we, what Web3 is asking for is to party, hang out, create, create experiences. We come from that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. create those. Yeah. We do that with our basketball camps. We do that, you know, with the Drew League All Star. Um, you know, we're doing that uh, today with the draft. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like we're able to, you know, create an in real life experience, right? For a draft and a draft watch party, but also, you know, today we'll be launching a metaverse. And so people who aren't here, right? You don't need to just go on YouTube and watch us. You can actually go purchase NFTs, go into the metaverse and have this experience, right? Uh, of content, you know, content in the metaverse and content in an environment around you. So, you know, this greater community, like there's so much for us is more than us to kind of like be, um, be the concierge or the welcoming party, mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of these athletes and people transitioning. And I think that, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I kind of found a, a place where, you know, I can just connect with talented people and like make things happen. Yeah. And so that's kind of what Web3 is, you know, to me and to us, it's like the opportunity for collective minds to work together and not have to worry about, you know, all of the legal ramifications or, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's just like all the unnecessary clutter and BS around building a company, right? And what we learned before, like we get to kind of think about our business different, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We get to think about our business holistically, right? And then we also can have a job and I can go and help you with your NFT. Yeah. I can go help you with yours and be a part of a, a community, a working community that is giving something back to you. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, so you, I mean, you have been in this space for a minute and actively engaged, making different investments. I mean, how, how do you think the space has really evolved and kind of changed over the course of the past year, year and a half or so? It's just so hard because you want to work with people, you want to collaborate, but like a lot of times people are so adamant about building what they want to build. And I think like Web3 is kind of like, starting to become that too you know what i mean it, it you know like a couple years ago right there was this love right there was this kind of like shared resource shared knowledge you know what i mean whether it was i mean we don't know whether it was somebody was just trying to you know uh jug on us or get us <laughs> to <laughs> you know buy some tokens so they can cash out it i mean Really, I didn't. I haven't experienced any of that. You know, I, I, I've I've experienced people in the space like that, but just kind of steer clear. Um, but everything like two years ago was just super friendly, super collaborative. How can we help? How can we work together? And I think a lot of that, you know, just coming here to New York, uh, it's becoming very, very competitive. Uh, and people are starting to create guardrails. And I think that is too early for that. And, you know, uh, I do believe that the, there are gatekeepers, right? And those gatekeepers are, you know, choosing, you know, who who are the rock stars in this space and not letting the people who are real rock stars be rock stars, you know? And I think that's, that's, that's where, you know, my concern is for web three, because you got a lot of people who are smart in business, smart in marketing, and they don't care. They just want to be famous, right? They just want to get a Hollywood movie or like 
hang out with Hollywood stars or athletes or rappers or, you know, the top business people. Like, you know, we want to make sure like the rock stars are the rock stars and and the people that are at the top, we should be curators. Mm. You know what I mean? I do. We should be real curators and you should be able to look at somebody and say, man, what is what does his gallery look like? What does his museum look like? And when you walk in the museum, you should see their connection to the community and the artists and the, you know, the people, you know, like the people that they champion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just concerned because there's so much talent, you know, and there's, you know, we're still small Mm -hmm. in this space. So I just think that like my message to people out there listening is like, man, we gotta we gotta do a better job of spreading the wealth around. Cause that's what, you know, Web three and crypto is all about is being, you know, being on a platform, being in a in a group, being on a chain that, you know, we're all sharing resources. Yeah. And so let's not let's not forget about that. Let's make sure we we stick to that as a community, as a culture. And, you know, continue to share and, and, you know, opportunities like this, you know, it was like, yo, come on the show. It's like, man, hell yeah. You know, it's like that vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when we all start going to these conferences, like get organized. So we look better to the world, you know, yeah. so Web3 look better to the world. So when people come in, they're not running at 25 different events, you know, that are just <laughs> people selling, you know, serving cheese and like uh, Sprite and, you know what I mean? A few cocktails, like we got to get some real food. Like if we all piece up together, we can have, we got some food trucks. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's cheese, bro. It's like, I'm gonna be farting. You be farting out. <laughs> you can't even get a word out. You know, yeah. when you pitching somebody, you just start farting from all the cheese. <laughs> the, the, the side of NFT NYC, they don't like to talk about That's yeah. right. All the people in them parties farting, you know, like them cheese and alcohol. And, and those are some crowded rooms. Those are some crowded rooms. You can't escape. Them little crackers ain't gonna hold that man it's like damn what happened it's like <laughs> everybody farting <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing that's amazing well i think it, it's interesting what you're talking about as far as like pulling resources and really trying to empower others and i feel like i, I do agree that the, the the whole like wag me we're all gonna make it like yeah. that is becoming like people are realizing like that is largely an impossible yeah. reality for <laughs> starters um but there still is something and a very special like shared optimism. I was having a conversation last night. Matt and I both spent a lot of time in the music industry, which is like a very cutthroat industry. Bingo. And th- there is a, a significant like shared sense of optimism because as we all like a rising tide does lift all ships. It as does. more people come into the space, it helps everybody. So people are collaborative mm-hmm. in that way. Like, how, have you felt? Has it been exciting for you to just be engaging in this space, surrounded by so much optimism? Yes, it, you know the energy is great. You know the. En- energy to entrepreneurs uh you know just the 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 artists mm-hmm. right you know the real artists out there that, that that's getting down um you know uh the new media right yeah. the new host the new podcast host the new um interview you know people who are interviewing us it, it's it's cool because you know i've been at i've been on these conferences for about a year and a half mm-hmm. and like you see the same people yeah but it start, it's starting to grow, right. right? And now you're saying like, oh, like 
I used to see these people do marketing for Nike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or Jumpman or or Brand Jordan. And now like they're talking Web3. And right. so you're starting to see, you know, the migration happening, which is which is super cool, but the energy is just so alive. And like mm-hmm. for me, I get a chance to be an artist, be a creative, be an amplifier and a connector, you know? Yeah. Um, and then from a business standpoint, just look at who are the next incredible minds that, you know, we can invest in and, you know, our time, you know, our resources and and, and our connections. Yeah. yeah. Makes a ton of sense. And you've been very active in the, on the investment front, you know, prior to Web3 um, and, and very active now now in Web3 as well. And I'm just curious, like, how would you describe sort of like your investment approach or your investment thesis generally? Uh, my investment thesis is to look at, you know, people for who they are. Um, to everybody has a level playing field. Everybody gets the same attention. You know what I mean? Because it's an opportunity for me to sharpen my skills as an investor. And so we look at, you know, uh, things that other people don't look at. You know, it's like we don't have boxes to check off because we are the boxes. You know what I mean? So, you know, we, we, we love incredible minds. I mean, I am one to clearly ask, are there any women on the cap table? Are any people of color on the cap table? You know, what is, um, I, I care about the culture, the culture, the community of what this entrepreneur, this founder is building. How are we hiring? How are we including? Where are we going to look? Um, and so that's where we kind of, like, that's where I sink in with the founder, right? Because I feel like it's important for us to, like, get behind founders and projects and people and companies that kind of breed what we want to, what we're trying to build, you know, web two and web three. And so it's really about the founder. Um, I would say, you know, and it's about the look, like we actually, like you walk in the room and you're a black female, we're like, ah, we're going crazy. You know what I mean? And it's like, we, we want to give that energy because I know, you know, when I walked in a bunch of rooms when I was first raising money, um, you feel like, you know, you had a talent show and it's like the role is not for you anyway. You know what I mean? It's like this role is not written for me. And so when entrepreneurs start coming in and, you know, they are uh, different, right, or or of the minority, we kind of like really embrace that. Right. And we really like give them an energy. You know what I mean? And then for everyone else, it's like this, you know, we give that same energy. Right. And so, you know, there's 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 this feeling of getting to getting to know someone, but better understanding yourself. And I say for us, we want to make sure that incredible people, incredible ideas, extraordinary IP, extraordinary talent. Right. And if we can continue to connect the dots, then, you know, they they will absorb them in the more than us ecosystem because they'll have no choice. Right. Um, And be a part of what they're building and be, you know, uh, as helpful as we can. So just thinking about like the time, the space, the industry, like we've invested in fintech, we've invested in health tech. 
consumer products. Uh, we've invested in social uh, social justice platform. Um, we've invested in beverages, real estate, uh, real estate tech. So you know, uh, and and blockchain tech. Thinking about digital asset management and how you know valuable that is. So that was one. Uh, thinking about you know a uh, fintech rewards platform that you know pays you out in Bitcoin or you can receive Bitcoin or crypto. Just fortunate to be around. You know, I think it 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 goes towards having these dinners, having these mixers, just being curious about what people are doing. So I I would say like the thesis is in the ethos. You know what I mean? And 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 in the routine and uh the playbook that we set for ourselves you know what i mean if we can if we can become the team that just operates and knows how to do this every time it happens then you know our job is to connect the dots and amplify people so that's that's easy you know that's amazing man no it's um fun to see how it takes shape and also love to the point i mean said a lot of great things but also just how a lot of interesting talent that's super experienced across all these other industries is kind of coming into the space and like building this whole new industry it's it's been fascinating to see um and then i, I think too i mean it, i'm curious and just want to dive a little deeper into some of your specific projects as well like i know in uh like last winter christmas time you had the the black santa nft drop i feel there's a lots of interesting angles there um, would love for you to touch on a couple and like the intention behind this project. Yeah, so Black Santa, um, you know, our December drop was like, all right, let's do something where people can just purchase an NFT. 10 bucks, 100 bucks. Like, this is not about like grabbing money. This is about like our first time actually having our IP that we can get to people, you know. Um, the previous years, it's like, all right, we're doing merchandise. You got to do all these big merchandise orders. Then you got to do all this fulfillment. And then it's like, you're missing all the fun because you're working so hard. You know what I mean? And then, you know, the next year we were like, you know what? Let's just build out uh, our version of a winter wonderland because it was the pandemic. And so nobody could, you know, go anywhere and my kids were in the house and I was like, man, their friends are in the house and everybody's like, you know, being COVID safe. But I was like, damn, let's take the studio and turn it into a winter wonderland. Let's get the Black Santa mascot and just do like a private, you know, like tour for families. And that became a hit. And I was like, damn, dude, this is dope. And so when the when December of last year rolled around, it was like, oh, we already did a Winter Wonderland. We've already made content. We have a a, a ton of merchandise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, because it's such a short window to move all this product that we were like, hey, why don't we take this opportunity to like give to our community? Like, like let's be a let's be a platform. Let's make our first NFT something that people feel like, okay, I understand this. This is worth the value. And, you know, we had Black Santa in uh, all the Christmas Day uniforms because basketball is, you know, big in our lives. And that is like the national day of basketball games. And, you know, you get, I woke up, you know, I was nervous because I was like, all right, it's going to take about two, three days, you know, maybe a week leading up to Christmas. And it was just like 
12 minutes, boom, it was gone. I didn't even get one for myself. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so they go fast sometimes, right? <laughs> I literally don't own one for myself. I'm like, everybody's like, yo, I got these. I got, you know, I got the Brooklyn and the Laker. And I'm like, uh, what happened? They're like, yo, this, they're out. And I was like, damn, okay, this is cool. And, and so for me with Black Santa, you know, being the founder and the creator, it's like cartoons, music, movies, holiday specials, basketball game tour, you know, uh, we also own the trademark to League of Santas. And so we want to create a League of Santas. So, you know, thinking about, you know, what does your Santa look like from your region, from your heritage? Like, why does, why does Santa have, like Santa is whoever we make it up to be. And so having this League of Santas, you know, IP that we're going to launch, we're working on uh, one of our favorite games, uh, Mario Kart, and thinking about Black Santa and his world and, you know, all the world of characters. We're dropping uh, our snow people this year uh, just to, like, start so people can start collecting, filling out the world, filling out the different characters um, leading up to Christmas. And then in Christmas time. You know, we're going to be doing a, a couple concerts for uh, our members. We're going to be taking them to games. Uh, some people are going to have cameo roles and voiceover roles. And, uh, you know, we have a I think it's like an eight minute uh, animated short film that, you know, we're, we're putting out. And so, you know, we're 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 trying to be resourceful and we're also trying to help our community grow. Uh, and then, you know, we've been working on, you know, the Black Santa license for small business. So think about like small mom and pop businesses being able to have that license, sell merchandise and then own their own inventory. And so, you know, for us, we don't want to we never want to burden our NFT holders. We want to give to them. So like if you own, you know, the license for T-shirts like. That's yeah. your money. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your money. And so, you know, if 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 you own, you know, uh one of the NFTs for collaboration on a song, you may wind up on the song with Jordan Sparks because she's, yeah. you know, we're gonna um they got a big reveal with her and who she is, you know, in this world of you know, Black Santa and you wish. So, you know, that was just like how do we continue to build utilities? How do you build a, a game that works that you want to play? How do you build casual games that people can, you know, earn points, earn merch, you know, uh, earn these experiences? Um, and for me, it was just like really like building out this world of holiday, looking at holiday characters. And so, you know, Black Santa is one of, uh, I think, 12 other, you know, original IP and characters that we have. Um, and so he's going to basically be like a DJ and a host introducing other characters, other heritages. Uh, we just partner with a company called uh, Ink Kids Co. And they do culture boxes. And so think like books and, you know, uh, you know like little packages of, of, of books, reading materials, uh, trinkets, you know, stickers, things like that, that appeal to you know, uh, different heritages and, and, and really start to sink in on understanding like where we come from and being proud of, you know, who we are and where we come from. So, you know, uh, in the, in the, in the winter time, 
And then going forward, it's just gonna be drops and you know, drops of giving, drops of culture, including people into this whole, you know, Black Santa you wish ecosystem. And, um, and you know, and then hopefully get into like bigger movies. Uh, you know, we're working on a, a live action movie for, for Black Santa. Uh, and we got a really, really interesting dude that, you know, we're trying to sign uh, the play I'm gonna have to come back. Like, you know what? I want to bring him back. Yeah, I want to bring him and you know our like producing partners and writers because they know nothing about NFTs, right. and it's and it's cool because like we're learning and they're also learning as we're like going through this journey. So, you know, it'd be cool to like have them on the show announce, you know, uh, the movie that we're going to do a live action movie for, for black Santa. And I think, I think, you know, I think we're going to have like a little, we got the makings and the recipe of like, you know, really talented people who once again, people like, ah, man, like why did, like, I'd never underestimate this person, but they're underestimated, you know? And so that 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 is like a special project to me because now it's you know I've built all this IP all this story and now I can like give it away right yeah you know I, I love the intentionality of you know of your thought process around the utility yeah. um, the community building all of these things that are so important for like a community based uh, NFT project right um, I think it's a lot it's hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around who aren't in Web three just like all those different mo moving parts and like the, the the dynamics that are at play there um, I'd love to hear your thoughts like what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned from launching um, Black Santa and any like insights that you think might be helpful to share um, for those who might be interested in also like launching their own project yeah i would say um you have you have to figure out how to create a a an engaging workspace or an engaging collaboration space right and so as we know in web3 people come and go and leave and move companies and you know and so a lot of shit can oh excuse my language but, uh, oh okay. i can say okay. shit okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit gets lost or mistaken or it's on that person's phone and that person's computer and so i think just you know consistency and start thinking you know you have to think outside of discord right you have to think outside of discord and you have to start you have to think of Discord as like a megaphone, right? And you're like, yo, calling all guards. And you know, it's like, we're going over here, right? But the Discord, Discord is a good way to like initiate an audience, but it's not the only way, you know what I mean? Build consistency, build an environment and focus on utility, a real utility. And people who are out there buying when you're buying a project, I mean, when I'm buying a project, there's, there's pretty much one way I look at it. Oh, I like it. It's cool artwork. You know what I mean? And other than that, I'm done with it. You know what I mean? Uh, if I go deeper, then it's like, oh, what's the utility, right? And am I really, do I really give a shit about taking some lemons off the tree in my NFT to like make more lemonade or, you know what I mean? It's right. like, staking lemons and all that yeah. shit it's like am i really gonna be like you know sitting at my house waiting to stake lemons to make lemonade yeah. right it's it's you know you gotta pick the utility and the things that are for you and then if someone is hiding behind a project i need to see your face bro 
I need to know who you are, sis. You know what I mean? I need to know what we doing, people. And I need to see the people behind it. I need to know the people that are involved. Don't tweet me, text me, DM me. You know, no, like, I don't want no insider shit. And I don't know who who's making it. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, kind of looking at those three verticals. Uh, but the first one is like, oh, this is cool artwork. I want it in my gallery and I buy it. Well, I guess as we come towards a close, man, I'm curious, like what else, like over the course of the next year, years, like what, yeah. what are some of the other things that like you really want to do and as you kind of come in and create an impact in this space? Yeah, I would say for me, uh, Black Santa is like for the community. My personal project is the Oatmeal. So oatmeals.io, uh, I created a character called Bart Oatmeal. Uh, and the reason why it's personal, cause you know, when I, when I hurt myself, uh, for the Knicks and my career was over, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was just like, man, I'm going to be a creative. And, you know, it was almost like I couldn't go to the court, right. Cause all the trauma. And so I didn't have a place to like, for my mind to wonder or feel like I was safe mentally, you know what I mean? Or a mental outlet and a physical outlet. And then I started going to Platinum Studios, uh, the great Grammy Award winning Jerry Wonder, who uh, one of the co-creators of the Fugees with Wyclef. Uh, he just started taking me in and like teaching me how to, like let me sit in on Miguel's session, Buster's session, you know what I mean? Um, you know, Estelle, Estelle. Uh, and I started like just absorbing music, man. And then, you know, I, uh, I had my kids, I got divorced, and I was like, damn, dude, I'm kicked out the house. What the hell am I gonna do? And so I went and I lived in the studio and I forced myself to make music, you know, as a way to kind of deal and heal. And, you know, the oatmeals is just a result of that. Um, and, you know, Bart Oatmeal is my NFT, you know, and the character I created. And so, you know, the thought was Bart Oatmeal is the legend, the legend is Bart Oatmeal. And everybody can be an oatmeal because everybody is a legend and they have a, a story to tell, which is a legend. And, you know, I, I'm now going to put out music, you know, through Bart Oatmeal and these NFTs. But it was a great, like I figured out a great way to collaborate with people, you know, and build out a project that one has music. So you got the music oatmeal. So it's not just Bart, like, you know, uh, for instance, a bunch of L.A. artists and producers like Mike and Keys, G. Perico, Jay Stone. You know what I mean? Like a, a good like underground Dom Kennedy network, uh, Glasses Malone, you know, a uh, problem like this L.A., you know, the L.A. real, you know, people who just <laughs> who people love, you know. And so they all got oatmeals. Then I got the oatmeal legends with all the basketball people. So all of my favorite players, I turned into oatmeals, yeah. right? And so with that, it's like, they'll be able to mint up to a thousand of their own as a way of me saying, just thank you for being you. Here's your oatmeal and your oatmeal is ultimately secured and can transport into you know any of our worlds. Yeah. And so, uh, and then another great story about the oatmeals is the artist. I literally found this dude on Twitter. He was like posting stuff. And I was like, hey man, your stuff fire. He was like, yo, I, and then he DM me and he DM me my character Bart Oatmeal in his like voxel like artwork. Yeah. 
And so he like started making barred oatmeal and DMing them to me. And I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like, you know, and I start seeing his work and, you know, come to find out, you know, his story and, you know, his journey. And, and you're talking about somebody who, you know, who under, uh, uh, under resource, underutilized, right, out here, you know, struggling to make ends meet. And when he, you know, when, when we connected, he was like, yo, bro, I'm not like you. I'm not rich. I work a nine to five and I, I'm really in the trenches. You know what I mean? And I'm like, hold on then. How can we collaborate, right, and build out this, this Brandon Jennings right there and his brand Tough Crowd? How do we uh, collaborate? Because I'm not really in this for like money, bro. Like if you, if me and you get together and it's our project, you know what I mean? Then like you're gonna benefit, and like that's a that's an incredible success story. And then I get to be able to like be cool with my friends and do like cool NFTs of like everybody I'm friends with, and actually give them the opportunity to like give something to their fans. And so you know, I, I could go all on and on and on about, you know, the utility side of Bart Oatmeal and the oatmeals, but just thinking about the music, the merchandise, we'll have cassette tapes, we'll have CDs, we'll have vinyl. It's not, you know, my my uh, Bart, Bart's album is, uh, he got two albums first and then, you know, a bunch of features and then other people start releasing their albums, you know, uh, as, as oatmeal. So, you know, uh, big fans of what, you know, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club did with the Ape Club. So just kind of looking at the oatmeals as a way for people to have real ownership, you know, uh, of their IP, but be able to like produce music, produce merchandise. Um, What else are we doing? Uh, We'll have a video game coming. Uh, You'll be able to play your oatmeal in in our Mario Kart game as well. Uh, and it's then be a good race, bro. You yeah. versus me. <laughs> when are we racing? <laughs> <laughs> and then the currency it, are bowls. So uh, Bardo Mill's slogan is "Get a bowl," and so the currency will be bowls. So you'll be able to like collect bowls and trade your bowls in for like dope merchandise, dope opportunities to like be at concerts. Uh, there's also a Bart Oatmeal performance pass where when you get the album, you know, hopefully you learn the lyrics the way you're supposed to, but you'll be able to go on one of our shows on the road and be able to perform as Bart Oatmeal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, (laughs) when you're ready, when y'all ready, y'all can just... I'm ready to step in. Come on, bro. You ain't got to ask us. <laughs> uh, awesome man well uh thank you so much for coming through man it's amazing to see how you're you're coming into the space and and leveraging your platform to empower others to kind of showcase and create precedents around utility and how people can approach their projects in the right way man so so keep up all the good work thank you man yeah thank this you for joining awesome. us this show is dope man y'all keep pushing the culture and like y'all really putting on for everybody and you know everybody's equal when they come in here and that's that's the feeling, that's the vibe, so salute. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, really enjoyed that conversation, man. I think, love what he's doing. Uh, he's leveraging his platform, his relationships, more than us, super cool initiative. Um, really excited and grateful we had a chance to chop it up. What's it up to you, man? 
Yeah, I just love the intentionality behind the projects he's working on, um, from Black Santa to the Oatmeals and, and beyond. Like, I think that he's um, clearly like jumping in with this and um, and really looking to make a positive impact through his engagement with the space. Um, I love it. I think that it, it will also help inspire other athletes uh, to enter the space in a credible and meaningful way. And um, I think he can be a really important figure in helping bring this technology mainstream. Yeah, and I also really enjoyed how he kind of delve into the intersection between NFTs and sports. I mean, obviously, he did a good job kind of highlighting what the, the success of Dapper and, and Topshop, but also just pointed out very eloquently that, um, I mean, that's a, a small slice of this collective pie. It's a vast landscape. That's a one specific use case and one model. But in this podcast and in this episode, we actually, he kind of breaks down, given his, his experience and his expertise in that space, um, some of the different models and some of the different opportunities at the intersection of Web3 and sports. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate the continued support. We'll be back next week. Until then, we out. We out.